Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, many people have been asking what happened in Phoenix on June the 26th. And maybe you're just hearing about that, but there were some really serious meetings held on that day about the ministry, what we're doing, how we're going. And many, many people in countries all over the world prayed about that. If you have not received the message or you would like to know what happened, we, uh, we've recorded, I've recorded a very special message. Go to this address, type it into your browser, and I pray that it blesses you. Well, we are in this series, uh, The Holy Spirit Powered Life. Yesterday, I spoke a little bit about looking back. Occasionally, I do these events and I meet and I have a question and answer time and people will ask me questions. What would you say to a young you, to a 20-year-old you? And it's always a good question. And recently, Rosemary, I've been talking with Rosemary and I've said to her a couple of times, gee, if only I knew back then some of the things I know now. And uh, I'm thinking of writing a book. I've been working at it. and looking at writing a book and, and, and the title that I would love to call it, but I'll be told by the publishing people it's too big a title, is I would love to call it, You Never Become Who You Hope to Become. You Only Become What You Do. Write that on the screen, Justin. You never become who you hope to become. You only become what you do. The reason many of us are in the circumstances we are today is because of the decisions that we're making. And if we want to change something, we can change it by our decisions. Uh, Sometimes we stop and say, but I didn't choose that. But we do make choices about how we respond to the things that are done to us. Uh, Last night, I had a conversation with a niece of mine that I haven't seen for some time, a very intelligent, uh, very smart young woman. And uh, she was someone who for seven years when she was younger, she actually lived with Rosemary and I and our family and uh, a marvelous young woman. And we started talking about things that I've learned through the years uh, as you get older. And uh, as I said yesterday, isn't it, you sometimes think to yourself, if only I could go back and change some things. And, and, and I've learned a few things. And I want to read from the book of Timothy where Paul, this older man, writes to a young, a young man. And, and, I, and, and, and then I want to just reflect on this for a moment. And it's 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11. And he writes to Timothy and he says, But for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you, made, which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses, in the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus, who is his testimony before Pontius Pilate. And it's interesting, he, he, he's saying, you know, just previously in this passage, he's talking about riches and the falseness of of just chasing, having things. And he says to him, no, no, this is what you do, young Timothy. He says to him, you're a man of God. Shun all of this. Shun the wrong chase of what will give you meaning. Um, uh, shun, Shun that. Pursue righteousness. In other words, pursue right living. You don't become who you hope to become. You become what you do. Uh, Pursue godliness. Pursue what's right. Pursue faith, pursue love, pursue endurance and pursue gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. In other words, we have to fight 
to be who we seek to be because life has a way of taking us in so many different ways. On the weekend, I had the chance to speak to a gentleman. We spent three hours together talking. He's a few years older than me. And he talked about a lot of the mistakes he had made in life and about how he had had to reconstruct his life and how in his mind he was having to think and to fight about his future and, and how he would pursue his life. If, if I've learned three things, and Justin, if you'd write these on the screen for me, is, is in life, pain is normal. Pain is normal. Sacrifice is essential. And risk is fundamental. So write all those three things for me, Justin, please. Pain is normal. Sacrifice is essential. And risk is fundamental to the success of our life. That if we are to become the person that God calls us to be, there is a fight that has to be had. That pain is normal. Going through denial of what we want, denial of the things that we seek, that the Holy Spirit leads us in this Holy Spirit-powered life to embrace that which means needs to be done, to embrace the positive, and there's a pain sometimes with that, and to reject the negative, and there's a pain sometimes involved in that. You can embrace the positive, but you're saying no to a whole pile of other things that need to be done. Maybe today you look back, you're 65 years old, 70 years old, and you look back on your life and you can see mistakes that you have made. You can live your life going forward with the knowledge of all those mistakes and you can allow the, the power of the mistake of yesterday to be dominating your today as you live in, in, in disappointment. You might not have been the parent you thought you should have been. You might not have been the husband or wife in a marriage. You might have done some things that had an incredibly crippling effect upon other people. But God doesn't want us to live forever in the regret of that but rather to live in the freedom of his victory. And so there is a pain that we grasp as we look back in the past and go, I'm disappointed. And as we step into freedom and we fight for freedom in our own life, we know that sacrifice is essential. You, you, in order to become who God wants you to be, you must, you must, you must make a decision to sacrifice some things. You can't have it all. God, it's just not the way that God designed it. That in order to become, whether it be physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, there's a sacrifice involved. And to embrace sacrifice and say, well, that is normal and not abnormal is essential for our lives. Think about the people you know who are successful, from the athlete to the film star to the business person, all of them make sacrifices in order to be successful. And then finally, risk is fundamental. We can walk and live our life in complete safety. We can wrap our children up. We can, we can wrap our circumstances up in a place where we won't have to risk anything. We, 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 we are fearful of being hurt. We're fearful of things going wrong. And so therefore we never become because we never put ourselves in the place of the possibility of it working. If you've ever heard me say it often, one of the reasons people don't have miracles is because they don't put themselves in miracle territory. It, all of these require that step of faith. And, and where does that faith come from? From the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit working in our life as we tune in with our mind, our heart and our spirit to the voice of God our Father and our Son who are having this constant conversation about us. 
Why don't you live in the presence of the God, of God, in, live in the power of God, and allow your steps to be, as you look forward into your future, um, this is what I need to do. That pain is normal, that sacrifice is essential, that risk is fundamental. I wish I could have gone back and said that to a young, a young Bruce. And, and for that young Bruce to have understood that at a heart level and not just at a head level that thought, oh, there's some good words, I'll put them on a poster and hang them on my wall. Having lived a long time, I've suffered much. Having lived a long time, I've sacrificed much. And having lived a long time, I've risked much. But so have all of you in your own way. And who you are when you stand in the mirror is a direct result of how you have done those things in your life. And maybe if you haven't done enough of those, embracing who, who God's calling you to be, fighting for your future, now is the time to do that in your life. Loving Father, be with us, show us and guide us. And Lord, we ask for your presence in our lives. Lord God, right now, that we would fight for who you call us to be. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, in the coming days, I am going to talk a fair bit about these meetings that are being held in this very special event called The Presence of God, a two-day event in the United States. We know that lots of people watch at different times, some all the time, some sometimes, and we want to be able to everyone to know. Well, I'm coming to Chicago from September 8th to 9th for two days, and it's going to be a fantastic time. And I'd love, and I'd love you to come to join me. Now, you might stop and say, Chicago's a long way from where I am. Well, we're having a competition for who travels the furthest. I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling I'm going to win that competition. So I look forward to seeing you. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, that the fight within you to be who God calls you to be is what our walk of faith is all about. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Thank you.